night. Last week we started Love Month, which I just know is y'all's favorite. Y'all's. That was for you, you Texans, y'all's. Uh, which just seems totally wrong to say y'all's. Y'all's. Uh, I, know it's, I know it's y'all's favorite. I know it is. Oh, all y'all's. All y'all's. Anyways, we won't get caught off on that. Um, last week we talked about uh, this year we're doing it kind of differently, Love Month. Last week we talked about uh, kind of starting at the very beginning of where love came from, uh, obviously that being God and um, his love for us and why we need to love God in return. And then the obvious answer is because he first loved us. We talked about that last week. Looking ahead, next week we're going to talk a little bit more specifically about relationships, dating relationships, and how that works out. Um, and then the last week, we're going to talk about some guys and girls-specific, gender-specific um, topics and issues as we break up with the guys and the girls. Tonight, we're talking about loving others. Write that down, loving others. So you're kind of seeing this progression of, of how love should work from God to others and then to relationships. That's ideally how it's set up. Um, the first thing we need to talk about is the fact that we love because of his love. I want you to open up your bibliotecas. That's library. I don't know what Spanish for Bible is. Is it just the Bible? El Bible? You can open up your El Bibles to uh, 1 John 4, 7 through 8. Uh, by the way, when we're finished reading this, do not close your Bibles because we're going to be going back to the same general area here in a few moments. Deal? Nod at me like you understand in here. Uh, what was Justin's brother's name again? Jackson. Okay, so I need something to... I'm just going to think of like uh, Jackson. Jackson 5, ABC 123. Okay. Shh, I got it. It works for me. All right, here's what it says. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. We love because of his love. We love because he is love. And if we're in him, we see this call to, to love and how important it is for us to love. The basics is this. God created love. God first expressed his love to us. And God was humans' first ex uh, outlet of love, right? So God was the first thing that humans loved. Love is from him, and it's meant for him. And out of that love, he calls us to be like him and to love others. So that's where we get this call. The next point is to love others. That's simply what we're here to do is to love God and to love others. It is our, it's our calling to love each other. It's the very core of who we are to love each other. Jesus was asked um, what the greatest commandment was, and he answered that the first greatest commandment was to, to love whom? Love who? Love who? Answer, that's the question. Yeah, to love God. To love God with all your heart, mind, soul, all that stuff. And then the second, he said, is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. So the second greatest commandment is to love other people. Go back in your Bibles to 1 John 4, uh, verses 19 through 21. So it's in the same chapter, just a few verses down. Yeah. Believe it or not, if you read 1 John 4, 
Uh, the whole chapter is just dope from top to bottom. There's a lot of stuff about love and loving God in it. So you should probably read it sometime. You know, it's good. Who wants to read it? 19 through 21. Uh, I'm, I kind of feel led to call on Isaiah as well. I don't know what it is, if it was Tyler patting him on the back or Sam suggesting him. I think Isaiah should read it. 19 through 21. So there's this, this idea being presented that if, if we are to uh, say that we love God, and if we're not loving our brothers, then there's a disconnect happening. There's something wrong with, with us, with our love for God. Because if we are in God, if we love God, then we should be loving um, others as well. It, it brings up this idea of um, if we can't even love people who are right in front of us, um, then how are we going to love someone who we haven't seen? Um, which is kind of an interesting thought. Um, so to love God means we must be loving others. John thirteen thirty five is going to be on the screen. It says, by this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. So if, if you are here in this room and if you call yourself a follower of Jesus, if you call yourself a, a believer, a Christian, and if you're not loving people, then there's something off, then there's a disconnect. Because as Christians, it says that people are going to know us by our love. That's how they're going to know where our hearts are. That's how we're, they're going to know that we're disciples, that we're followers of Jesus, that we're Christians, is by the way we love other people. The concept of love is fairly simple if you think about it. We take uh, the love that we're shown by God, and we just simply pour that out on other people. Think of it this way. The moon is in the sky, probably right now, if it's not cloudy. Well, it's still there, even if it's cloudy. Is it cute? It's, it's adorbs. Um, so apparently the moon is pretty adorbs tonight. But here's the thing about the moon. Where does the moon get its, its shine, its light from? Right. Okay. So the moon does not give off any of its own light. The moon is only merely reflecting the light from the sun. Do you see where I'm going? Isn't that dope when you make that connection in your mind? Right? We are the moon, and God is the sun, and we are only reflecting the light and the love that we are shown through him. Isn't that great? Wasn't that? And here's the thing. Like, I'm sure that was done before and somebody came up with that and maybe heard it somewhere, but I feel like I came up with that. So that, I was pretty excited about that. Yeah, that was a good moment. You hear that, Internet world? That was me. Zach Casper came up with that. Anyways, so that's basically a good way to think about it is that we are just reflecting the love that is shown to us. And the thing that we know now because we all listened last week when we were here is that God's love for us is immense and that he will do a lot in the name of love for us. And then uh, he sent his son Jesus down and he sacrificed his life for us so that our, our sins would be covered because he loves us. God has intervened and blessed you in your life so many times because he loves you. When you're saved and when you come to that realization of how just kind of bad you were in your sin and how much you need Jesus, how much you need him, there should be a change inside of you that happens. And love should just begin to seep out of you because you recognize those things. You recognize how bad you were and how amazing Jesus is and how much you need him and what he did for you. And when you understand that, you should be different. Your, your demeanor should be changed, and you should love more. That should be a natural thing, is you should love more. So it comes down to this. If you're a Christian and you're not loving people, then maybe you don't 
quite understand God's love for you. The point is this. When you're changed by his love, love should just naturally flow out of you onto other people. That's how it works. Now, the thing is, is that it's, it's not necessarily difficult sometimes to love certain people, people that are close to us, people uh, like our family, like our friends. If you're dating your boyfriend or girlfriend, if you're married or spouse, it's easier to love those people most of the time. But we're called to more than that. We're called to love everyone. There it is. We're called to love everyone. We talked about the second greatest commandment a couple minutes ago. It tells us to love our neighbor. And our neighbor is not just when you go home, the house next to you. Our neighbor is everyone we come in contact with. Matthew 5, 43 through 48 is going to be on the screen. Throw your eyes up there and read along with me as I read it. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and he sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same. And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same. You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Now, I feel like I need to clarify, tax collectors were people that stole from their people, okay? So they were kind of the scum of the earth. Uh, and Gentiles were people who weren't Jews, who were believed to be like the pinnacle of humanity, God's chosen people. So again, the, the word Gentiles was, uh, was a negative uh, connotation for people. So if we're not loving other people, uh, or if we're loving just the, the people that are, are lovable, that we're close to, or that are friends and family and so on, then everyone does that, right? Christians, not Christians alike, do that, right? But, but Christians, as Christians, we're called to love everyone, your enemies, those who persecute you, and this is not easy. To love those who oppose you, your enemies, the people that mock you, that hurt you, that threaten you, it's not easy to love those people. But I feel like we need some inspiration, and, and to get inspiration, we just need to look at the life of Jesus, Jesus loved. He didn't love just the people that were close to him, but he loved everyone. Jesus quickly got a reputation for hanging out with the, with the people who the cool people, the religious people, wouldn't hang out with. He hung out with the tax collectors that we talked about. He hung out with prostitutes, with sinners. Those were the people that he spent his time with. He didn't just hang out with his family, with his friends, with his 12 homies, his disciples. He was out loving these kinds of bad people. And he eventually died for people, for all people. He died for you and for me. He died for his family, for his friends. He died for the people that falsely accused him and called for his death. He died for the soldiers that beat him and mocked him. For the best of people and for the worst of people, he died for them because he loved them. Now, I, seem, I know that seems kind of ridiculous and far-fetched, but it is our call to get to this point. Where we, yeah, love our, fan, our friends and our family, but we also love the people who, who hate us, who hurt us, our enemies. Now, I think it's important for us to understand like versus love. We're not always going to like what other people do, how they act, 
their views, so on and so forth. But there needs to be this underlying love for all creation in us. It's kind of like, um, I kind of view it as, it's kind of like a sibling, okay? Does anyone not have a sibling in this room? Okay, so we probably all understand this. Sometimes you just want to straight up walk up to your sibling and punch him right in the face, right? That's a very real thing. Um, there's times where your sibling just does stupid stuff or embarrasses you or takes your Legos or whatever, and you just want to bust them up, right? It's the worst. Don't touch my Legos. Michael, don't touch my Legos. I never played with Legos. He played with Legos. Uh, I probably did. But it wasn't to play with him. It was just to... Ooh, ooh. Legos are straight from Satan. I'm just kidding. Um, but there's, there's always times where we're not going to get along with our siblings. But usually, in most cases, there's always this, this underlying love that we have for our siblings. They're our blood, they're our flesh, they're our family. And there's that love that comes with that. You may not always get along. You may not always see, see eye to eye. But at the end of the day, that's your brother, that's your sister, and you love them. And it's kind of the same way with, with us as Christians loving people. We're not always going to, to love what they do. We're not going to like what they do. We're not going to like um, how they act or some of their views, or we're not going to agree with them all the time. But we're called to love them, to have that underlying love and compassion uh, and empathy for everybody, everybody. And I know a lot of times you just think of your family and your friends and people close to you, like, oh, yeah, I can love those people. But I mean, if you think of people who just do terrible things, who are maybe threatening this nation and threatening um, our people, uh, your family maybe even, it's difficult to love those people, but we have to get to a point where we're loving people, uh, all people, all the time. So the first step with love is understanding love, where it came from, and how much God loves us. The second step is to then love God in return because he loves you. The third step then is just to love everybody to love everyone, to love other people, people you're close to, people you're not close to, and the people that you would consider enemies, to love all people. And then once we kind of get through these three things, then we can start talking about dating relationships and marriages and things like that. So the question I want to leave you with here tonight is, is uh, how's your love output? Your love output will always be a reflection of your heart. Of, of where your, your uh, relationship with Jesus is. So if your love output is lacking, then maybe your relationship with Jesus needs some work. Because when you understand the love of God, you love in return, period. That's how it is. So that's a good way to judge where you are in your relationship with God is, is your love output. So think about that tonight. Think about that as you, you fade off to sleep tonight. How's your love output? Are you loving other people? Or are you maybe a little bit of a jerk? Which is it? Let's pray. Dear God, we're so grateful for everything that you've done for us, God. Lord, as I think back to last week and just talking about how amazing you are and how much you, you love us and all the things that you've done for us out of your, your love for us. God, it's, it's amazing and it's incredibly humbling that you would do so, so much for, for me, for us, for people who, man, we just mess up all the time. God, we're just so grateful for that. Lord, I pray that you would just help us um, 
just in this journey of life, get to a point where we can, we can love people. God, where we understand your love for us and everything that you've done for us and how much we need you because of how bad we were. God, and then as we understand that, we will love out of that knowledge. When we realize how much we're loved, it's going to be just natural for us to pour love on other people. God, I pray you would help us take a serious look at ourselves tonight, at our love output, of how much we're loving other people. Or that we would look at that and we would understand what that's related to, God. That maybe if, if our love output is lacking, then maybe our relationship with you is lacking, God. And I pray that we would look at that and that we would take steps to better that. Lord, obviously we all need to get better. We all need to love you more. We all need to love others more. God, I pray you would help us and you would move us along in that journey. Or that we would come closer to you. And as we do, Lord, that we would love the people around us more and more. Lord, we love you. We're grateful for you. And then we pray. Amen.